0: From the first Sunday of Advent to today, we heard the amazing story where there has been a buildup with the prophecies of Isaiah, going back centuries for telling the coming of the Messiah. All of this culminated with the Savior of the world being born on Christmas. And today we celebrate the person who, for the most part, made that possible. Mary, the humble virgin from Nazareth, submitted herself to God's will, and brought about the pivotal event that shook the world, making God's love incarnate in the birth of her son. One of the underlying themes for the readings today is that of blessing. So try to imagine an exchange of blessings when the shepherds saw firsthand what had been told to them by the angels and in turn, Mary being blessed by their presence as a sign of affirmation for her obedience to God. We as Catholics pause to make note of this, but that isn't all there is. Mary's yes to be the mother of God has wider implications, and we are invited to join her in saying yes also. This account of the short time period in the Blessed Virgin's life is made for all times and gives Christian families the hope and inspiration they need for everyday life. Mary has stood as a model and a source of strength to all. So given that, how do we tap into and take advantage of what she is offering us? One of the ways this gospel scene is played out day after day, year after year, is when new life is conceived and born into the world. When a husband and wife are expecting a child, after a certain amount of time, they begin by announcing the good news to their families and all wait in expectation for the child to be born. The intimate scene of the Holy Family gathered around the Christ child has been lived out in countless generations since then and has brought untold blessings to families. At the end of the Gospel, we hear a brief mention of the Lord's circumcision, which would have been a fulfillment of the Mosaic Law on the part of Mary and Joseph when they presented Jesus in the temple where he would receive the name that was given to Mary at the Annunciation. After the circumcision was completed, Mary and Joseph would begin the task of raising their son amidst the challenges of the times they lived in. I'm aware, I am aware of at least a half a dozen couples in our St. Joseph family who are expecting children fairly soon. And one of my diaconal ministries is to assist these families who are having their children baptized here. In Christian baptism, it is the role of the mother and the father along with the godparents to present the child to the church. Just as the name of Jesus was announced in the temple, the child's baptismal name is announced as a way of showing the sacredness of choosing a name for a child. The same spirit that Paul spoke of in Galatians is given to the child being baptized so he or she too can be called a son or daughter, along with being an heir to the Father. By bringing their children to the church for baptism, the parents are given them new life as adopted sons and daughters. And just as Mary was present at the circumcision of Jesus, we call upon her to intercede for the children being baptized. In giving physical birth to Jesus, we can say that Mary made it possible for us to receive spiritual life through him. We were dead, and through him, we have come back to life. It was Mary's yes at the Annunciation that makes rebirth possible through the waters of baptism, and those children being baptized become her spiritual children as well. As Mary witnesses the fulfillment of what the angel Gabriel told her, she reflects on the events as they have unfolded and ponders what will happen in the future knowing this is only the beginning of a journey that will change the course of human history. As we begin another year, the church invites us to reflect more deeply with Mary throughout the year as a way of making our lives more real and add meaning to them. Our lives and those of our children are probably not destined to change the course of history, but maybe they are or maybe they aren't. But nevertheless, we are being asked, to be active participants in God's plan of salvation for all his children. Given that, what are some ways for us to look to the Blessed Mother, to seek her wisdom and guidance, to help us grow closer to our Lord in the midst of family life? I have listed a few and I welcome you and encourage you to uh, add some of your own. First, if you are a couple still in the stages of growing your family, Is this the year to consider adding another member to your family by birth or adoption? I'm sure Mary would agree that there's always room around the table and plenty of love to go around. If you are parents and considering having your child baptized, what significance does this baptism have for your child and for yourselves? If you are parents and all your children are grown and out of the home, or maybe you've never had children, What are some ways you can be spiritual mothers and fathers to those nearest you? If you are dating someone, is this the time to make the commitment to get married and begin a family of your own? And lastly, if you are single, and this really goes for all of us, are you striving to know God's will for yourself and willing to make the sacrifices in your life to make that happen? I'm sure the new year will bring many blessings, but will also contain its challenges. So let's not forget that we have a mother who has direct access to her divine son and wants to share in the joys and sorrows of whatever life brings our way. Let's quiet our hearts and take comfort in the blessing that Mary most likely heard in her lifetime when she was worshiping with her family. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. Amen.